Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Jen's a little fired up. <laughs> Jen is fired up. Not She's about the not tonight. about the episode because <laughs> like I am so listen, you guys, because I've been writing term papers on Elicity the last few weeks, which bless your hearts for reading that. But it's a filler episode, so everybody gets a break. You get a break from it's not my a crazy bad thing. No, I get <laughs> a little bit of break. My fingers won't be broken. Because we've all decided, right, that I'm not I, I don't control this situation. I can't control yeah. That when it's a good Elicity episode, I have to talk about it for 50 pages. Like, that's not yeah. me. That's not my fault. Sure. That's just what's required. Yeah. Everybody clear? Cool. Mm-hmm. So sure. I blame the writers <laughs> for that problem. But we don't have this problem on Arrow 717. No, we don't. You know, it, it's it's it, okay. it did a lot of exposition. I knew as soon as we saw a flashback with little Amico, I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those. <laughs> like, I, I literally had that thought. But, like, uh, oh, I get so jazzed it's up. It's that sort of episode. Like, okay. I get so jazzed up when they bring back Robert Queen. I have yeah, a thing. I was glad to see him. I do. I'm just like, he's, a, he's the literal worst, but I enjoy him. He's awful, but I love him. I don't know why. He's, he's a terrible person. Like, True. he literally says to her. Oh, he's awful. Like, he's leaving. No, you can't run the business because that's Oliver's. You're just a little girl, so go sit down. Right. Hello, patriarchy. No, no crumbs for you. And oh then he's, he's like, wait, why? You know, this is our... Like, he's basically, he's basically evicting them from what looked like a very nice apartment. And... Looked like, like oh, but you're my dad and we love our home. And he's like, yeah, well, life ain't fair. Don't always get what you want. Like... I mean, is it any wonder she became evil? No. No. Way to go, Robert Queen. No, I'm fired up because I answered an ask on my blog. I was just telling Callie, if you want to piss me off, if you want to piss me off, you say to me, this is what you said when it's not what I said. Because it's literally there in text on the blog. Just you got to go look. And someone comes into my inbox and says, this is your opinion. It's so stupid. But I answered it because I'm like, no, you don't get to tell me what my opinion was and be wrong about it, particularly when my opinion is literally at your fingertips. Facts. This is all I'm saying. Just don't tell me I did not like Laurel and Felicity's friendship. Just don't tell me that. I just don't. I spent I spent you hours. You can tell me that because I didn't. <laughs> well, you did. That's fine. But I literally was like, oh, yeah, they're talking. It's so exciting. Back in my season three it's true. It felt like a like you, you were very you were very so hopeful for them. Fucking supportive of her character. That's why I get really ticked off. Like they just they act like because I predicted her death that somehow first of all, if I hated Laurel, that's perfectly acceptable. You're, you're queen of the Laurel haters now. Right, I'm not. <laughs> I just said looks like Arrow's gonna kill Laurel, and I was right about it. It wasn't like I was like and I had some fun with it because 
it was like, a shit I'm ton sorry of fun. you didn't want that to happen, but I'm we sorry weren't wrong. Right, <laughs> that I accurately predicted the writer's intentions. Like, how yes. is that my fault? I didn't decide to kill her. Whatever. And then, like, they ignore the hours on end I would spend talking about her and my hope and joy over her Black Canary arc. And just, I was so pumped at the beginning of the season. And you know where I ended up this season, Callie? You know where I ended up? You know where I ended up. Completely apathetic. I was like, fuck this shit. They don't care. I'm not going to care anymore because they don't care. Don't come into my house and tell me I didn't care about Laurel. But I listen, sure damn did. I spent I didn't time care on her. About Laurel. <laughs> Kay- Kelly didn't care. Kelly was like, Jen, you gotta stop caring. I'm like, no, they're gonna turn this out. It's gonna be okay. She it's really did care for, for a lot longer than most of us. And then after and like that three ten was it was it eleven, twelve, and thirteen, I was like, This is a fucking mess. I think they're done. I think yeah, they're done with her arc. Good. I think it's we did in three yeah, episodes. No, and you were like, Yeah. I was like, Okay, but I'm not gonna here's care the anymore. Thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Even if we didn't like Laurel right. and Felicity's relationship, it's okay to then turn right. around and be like, I like Felicity and Siren's friendship. Right. It's okay Why can't to have I like Black just, Siren more? Because, and this probably comes as a real shock to the Laurel fans, but Siren isn't the same person. It's not the <laughs> same. One, Laurel. Not the same person. So, they're two different people, and it's okay to have a different opinion for two different people because they're two different people. Well, so. and like they're like, oh, there's the same threads of the, you know, there's threads of things that Laurel and Felicity's relationship, and those threads are in Black Siren and Felicity's relationship. I'm like, yeah, no fucking kidding. They were probably the fucking things that I liked in Laurel and, Felic- Laurel and Felicity's relationship, and then the writers just never wrote towards it anymore, and now they're writing towards it now with a totally new Laurel. Fine, that's fine. But it's like, you know what it pisses me off? They walk around and they act like we have to like Laurel. Where was it? We don't. Where was well, it in the pilot that I automatically signed off to liking all the characters? When did that happen? Like, I I'll don't take care it even if people further. don't like Felicity. That's fine. You yeah, do not like Felicity. I, I have a problem. It... I have a problem when they jump up in our mentions and they pick fights with Felicity people. Like, if you're going to get in, get in my face, then I'm going to get in your face in return but i don't ever like instigate you know and i'm not sending felicity (laughs) blog i'm not sending laurel lance blogs like well you were never supportive of laurel and felicity's friendship so therefore you can't be like whatever fucking bullshit that is posted on my blog right now you can go to blog blog you'll see what the bullshit is and how i responded to it in my usual snarky way like i don't do that so like where's the rule where was the rule that everybody has to like katie cassidy's character well, no, and I'll take it further and say that they sit there and they act like we have to like her, but then they turn around and they say the most horrible things I about know. Felicity. Like, they don't like Felicity. All the time. That's fine. All the time. Like, I, we don't like care. Like, I'm wandering around like, with some hypocritical like, okay. because I enjoy That's Black Siren. Oh, wrong. well, therefore, this is this reveal. Like, it's like, like I have some underlining... Oh, I can only like the evil version of Laurel because the real version of Laurel, she was a threat. Fuck you. Are you kidding me? That That's chick not wasn't why a we threat. didn't like her. She, she wasn't being a, threat a threat on her in- best day. She <laughs> was a threat when they were filming the pilot. They were I was terrified. about to say, that first they were- scene with Laurel and Oliver, she stopped being a threat. It was like, it was oh, okay. Game well, over immediately. <laughs> it was already over once they filmed the pilot. Yeah. That's what they don't understand. Emily Bett Ricards would have never 
like become the character would have never no. become the character if they weren't if she wasn't a problem they were looking to solve. She was the answer to a very right. big problem. Okay? So Emily that's didn't the part. come in and steal anything that was Katie's. No, it was... there was nothing stolen because it just <laughs> exploded. It was vapor by the time Emily got there. <laughs> like, what do you want from me? I, they've literally admitted they've done no screen test and they had no chemistry. And your wives are walking around like Emily walked well, in and stole something. Here's the thing. And I'm going to get, right, we'll I'm going to get, get psychological here but for I'm like, I'm fired know, up about Laura and Felicity right now. <laughs> you know what? Don't tell me my business. I'm going to Go get ahead. psychological for a second. I like it when you do that. I think they, they keep harping on this. You see her as a threat. You see her as a threat because they want to believe that we see that Laurel is important that we see that Laurel and Oliver was, was a thing that act, could actually happen that we acknowledge their preference. And when we say, no, she was never a threat. They get upset because we're just saying, listen, we never ever, ever agreed with your side of things ever. Right. And they can't handle that. They, yeah. And so they keep they keep saying it because they want so desperately for that to be true. They want so desperately that it was a near thing. You know, it was it was a real right. tough choice for the writers to pick a side on this. It no. was a nail biter in and the it, writer's room. No, no it, it was it not. Just, it just never was. And none of us ever thought it was. OK, every now and then I'd come across some Elicity fan who was like, oh, but the comics. Nobody was saying no. that after a certain point. Okay, if you go back in mm -mm. fandom, after about 2.23, no Elicity fan was ever saying, oh, I think they might go back to Laurel. No. I mean, every now and then well, somebody I would was, have like because wild I was hair in the dark. and worry. Right. I was in the dark. But like, this is why I look back. Because like, while after I was watching two, No, not after 23. No, That's what after, I said. After 2.23, right. oh, okay. nobody yeah. was saying it. No. Nobody. Oh, my God. Yeah. Nobody. 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 <laughs> so it's just like like literally nobody. Us, nobody. Here's okay. the thing. Here's the nobody. great. This is the great. <laughs> they walk around like it was a question. Oh, who does Oliver it love wasn't the most? A like the writers was were pondering that up until the last second. There was no triangle. No. It was already answered in 103. This is the girl Oliver's going to love the most. We don't have entirely sure what this character is going to be, but this actress is fantastic and we're going to figure it out because this is the well, girl. You know That's what? literally what happened. You know what? I don't buy that they, they didn't know what the answer was any more than I buy the, gee, we don't know who's in the grave. Oh, I know. So let's put it that way. It's yeah. I don't buy any of this. Oh, no. we decided on Felicity sometime in or you know early season two. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm -hmm. Jan. No, you and didn't. then I don't buy the. Oh, we didn't know until after the mid season was filmed who was going to be in the grave. Oh, okay, sure. And you literally no. look back and you're like, no. obviously. You That's knew. why I was screaming. It was Laurel from day one because they made it so fucking obvious. We weren't making this stuff it up. It was just you know? all that really stopped people from believing it was Laurel was believing that they never would. That she was more important than, than she was. That's right. that's basically that's what it was. And I saw Elicity fans do this too. Is they thought Laurel was more important to the show than she actually was. Everybody right. did. And that's why nobody thought it was going to be her. And Jen right. was sitting here saying 
She's not though. She's because not if important. She important. If she was important, if she, they would be they, writing for her. They're not. They would have given her good story, and they right. were not giving her anything. So they rushed her own. Literally, you had Mark and you had Kreisberg before he got his ass fired, um, <laughs> saying, "Oh, just wait, just wait until you see Laurel's Black Canary arc." They literally said that about this and character for two years. Two years. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, "Where's Laurel's arc? Where's where, oh, just oh, wait, oh, just wait, oh, it's, it's coming." coming. I mean, you want to talk to deflated balloon? One of my first posts on the blog was I was super fired up because I was like, this is how Alistair's better than Laurel. And a lot of it was about also writing about how Laurel doesn't need to become Black Canary um, and be in a romantic relationship with Oliver. Those are two separate things. They're not. Yeah, she doesn't need to have one one to do the other. Yeah. And I was real fired up to get that great Black Canary arc. And I was with them for up until episode 13. I was in, in deep of this is going to be an amazing. I mean, don't you remember that art, when I, Sarah died? The Black Canary Meadow. I hated it. I hated I every know, bit you, of it. You hated everything. <laughs> well, not and what you, were you like, wrote, but. But, but like, like, I was so emo. I was so, so like, this is so important. And I was sobbing about it. And I was just like, because I love the Land Sisters. And you know what they did? Nothing. <laughs> they did nothing with it. They had the opportunity to give her. And if you want to really look and cross comparison, and this is what really, what really was really pushed me over the edge is because they did. They gave Thea what should have been Laurel's arc. Like they took their time with Thea evolving her into speedy. And it, the training made sense. Her emotional arc made sense. She got a shit ton of screen time with Merlin and Oliver and all of that. And she doesn't don the mask until pretty much the end of the season, which is what I was expecting to happen with Laurel. Like uh, we would see the costume or the suit at the end of the season. And it would just be like this real long. No, no, no they were done. They rushed it. They got her done, shoved her off to the sidelines after 313, didn't touch her until they uh, shoved an arrow through her heart. Oh, and then she brought back her sister. So she got a she got a few episodes of time, you know, four or five. But that was what six. really convinced me was that I was like, oh, well, this is going to be a big deal. Oliver's not going to want to forgive her for this because her crazy resurrected sister almost right. killed his sister and all this right. stuff. Like this, this was terrible. This is a horrible thing that Laurel did. She needs to know what she did it was terrible. Right, and then. They just had them go, oh, it's okay. And I was like, so, what? Right. So you don't get to come into my house and tell Wait. me I didn't give enough to fucking Laurel Lance. I will not have it. Not on this day. Mm-mm. Not they, today, Satan. Yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. So let's talk about. But that said, I do enjoy yeah. the Laurel, <laughs> the, the siren and Felicity stuff. And that's okay. It was fine. I can people. like, you know what? <laughs> I can like what I damn well please. Well, and I love how Laurel comes into the their apartment and Oliver's there and she finds out oh, Felicity's no. not there she's and she's like, like well then I'm just going to go because go. I don't care for you at all. And he doesn't care and he for her like, at all. He was like you can talk and to me. Like, and she's like but can I? I don't think so. It was <laughs> so funny. I, and they're is that wise. <laughs> Like, how did we get here? This is what I tweeted out. Like, how did this happen? They hate each other How so did we much. get to this point where 
it is there's zero percent chance of Laurel being in love with Oliver and a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance that she's in love with Felicity. Over a course of seven years, this is how this is where the shit landed. If you had told me in the pilot this is where you're gonna go, this is where the ship is sailing, I would have been like, No, sir. And people feel Arrow has let them down. I mean, this is this like, is the this dream. Like this is Christmas. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I am like 100 percent behind Black Siren being in love with Felicity. I am 100 percent behind Felicity being the light that har- that harnesses Laure- Laurel's light. And like, yeah, that actually like it being like a reciprocal. She's done like, it, it before, so like why Buffy, not for her too? Feels like Buffy Spike right now. Like Felicity's Buffy. And Siren is Spike. And Spike is like... Now I'm just picturing he, that episode he, with the yeah, house. I know. Like, right? And like, he has to help her, but he doesn't know why. Why do I need to help her? Because he's in love with her. But it's like not reciprocated. Because I could, she could never love Spike. Because he is a soulless monster. It's literally Buffy and Spike. They're doing Buffy and Spike on Arrow. Only with lady parts. Oh no! Amazing! Don't tell that me this amazing. show is not a gift to television. I, would, because I love is. this show. I do. I do. I and yeah, do. like we are allowed. This is what I like. Okay, like Oliver and Laurel. When Katie and Stephen are allowed to just hate each other through dialogue, the scenes are fantastic. Yes, they are. Because you, you feel you, it. Like you it's feel honest. their hatred. Like we're almost <laughs> done working with each other, and we just can't get Like guys. I don't know. I like almost feel like there needs to be like a group therapy session where like they wear pads and they can just beat the shit out of each other or something. Like whatever that issue is, like y'all need to go like get some help and like whatever. Or you know, just end the show and not talk to each other ever again, except in like a twenty-year reunion. But like, I feel like Katie might be that cast member. Like maybe she doesn't get invited back. You know what I mean? Oh, that God. shit was going down in the Buffy reunion. You're like, well, where's Eliza? That ain't good. Sorry, off topic. But do you feel me on this Buffy Spike thing? I'm really excited I do, about and it. I, that's what's making me laugh so hard. I'm like, it's, it's so, so true. Accurate. You go, all right. Anyone who's not watched Buffy, you go back, you rewatch. Go watch season, the House episode. Right, the House episode, and go watch seasons four and five. That's all you gotta know. Where the Black Siren it was, arc it was, is going? It was, it was in six because it was after the musical episode, wasn't it? Yeah, no, I stop. See, this is where I stop. I don't. Okay. I don't acknowledge. You didn't watch six. the House episode. <laughs> no, I watched it all. I, I watched it all. I was perfectly okay with Spike being in love with Buffy. I was not okay with Buffy banging Spike. I, like, I know she was in a depressive phase and it was like kind of like this weird dark spread. Whatever. It just, it, it didn't work for me. I was like, no. Like, I loved Spike being in love with Buffy and be, Buffy being like, it ain't happening. Not in this lifetime. And then, like, she died and they yanked her back from heaven. And then she was like, okay, well, I don't feel anything except an orgasm. So I'm going to bang you. That's pretty much what season six was for Buffy. I mean, I'm just. You're am, not am, wrong. Am I lying? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So she was dependent on Spike to give her orgasm so she could feel false sense or just like momentary euphoria post sex glow. And then she'd be like, oh, I'm still sad I'm on Earth. Like, I guess, like, that was as close as she could get to, like, feeling like she was back in heaven or something. I don't know. I don't really get Six. Six six, just and Buffy is just... So, we need to talk about the oh, episode what are we Arrow. talking about? Arrow? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all aren't here for that. They're not here to talk about Arrow. <laughs> so, what did we find out this episode? 
Um, Amiko is the big bad. She is. She is running the ninth circle stuff. Like, like I feel Dante like is attitude... her little whipping boy. Right. I feel like, which I wasn't expecting that. That was a fun twist on the patriarchal assumptions of I enjoyed me. that. Um, you were more positive in your tweets. I was bored. Like, here's my deal. I just don't want to redeem another sister. Like, that was my beef the whole episode, which is why I got so excited when she's like, she's a big bad. Because I was like, I just don't want to. I'm tired of saving people. And I say this as a person who says Oliver's Jesus now. And I literally was like. Stop being what I say you are. (laughs) Yeah, just stop listening to me. Okay, I'm going to be Jesus now, and then I have to save everyone. That's not what Jesus does. (laughs) Just kidding. That's that's what he's going to do. That's exactly what he does. So, yeah, I understand why Oliver was doing what he did. That's why I love him. But I just. But he's inferior. Well, I just feel like I, I gave it everything I had to give on the sister stuff with Thea. You know, I don't have anything left in the sister tank. It ain't there. Thea has my heart wherever she is. And I just don't have another heart to give. I just can't. Right? Like, I don't know. We're coasting right now. And I'm just watching this. I'm like, this is going to be so uninteresting to me if Oliver's like, I'm going to save my sister. Because I really feel like we did that with Thea. Because we did the whole nefarious father figure you know, sister walks the dark line, Oliver brings her to the light, she becomes a superhero. Like, that was seasons three through four <laughs> for Thea. So, I don't know. So, I got really excited when it turns out she was like, fuck you, Oliver, and I'm the leader of the Ninth Circle. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Hello. Um, now, see, I took a different tack with the episode because I was less focused on Oliver's I need to redeem. And I was more like mining for exposition. Like this was Mm. the episode where we found out a lot of stuff. And so I found myself paying a lot of attention. So I wasn't bored. I was paying very, very close attention because I was like, I want to know what's going on. What is the deal with the Night Circle? What is Amico's deal? What's, you know, what does all this mean going forward? And so I was, I feel like we got some good nuggets where that was concerned. So obviously the company that the Ninth Circle is is collecting all this sarin gas stuff, that's uh, the Eden Corp company. It's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, that's... Come on. Right? I feel like this Kevin Dale guy is Dante's kid. I really do. Oh, you know, somebody said that to me, and I can't remember who, but somebody said it, and whoever that somebody is... Good job, somebody. Because I, when they said it to me, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, I've got, I feel like I'm getting off of my, I think I'm getting, like, stupider. That's <laughs> the show. We're, we're, we're tired, Jen. I'm just we're like, not, I don't not... know what's happening. I was like, Jen, what's going to happen? I'm like, Ugh. And then someone tweets me something and be like, oh, I didn't think of that. That's really smart. <laughs> just getting lazy at her waning arrow days. I just don't know anymore, people. I just want them to tell me. I don't want to work so hard for it. 
well, we don't have to work for too much longer. Let's no, and you know what? It, that was a part of the episode that I liked, that it wasn't another one of these, here, we're going to answer five questions, and then you come up with another five more based off those answers. I feel like we got some solid answers. Pretty much. Emiko, I think they have not gotten into the Ninth Circle being a queen family thing, though. I think that... The reason and I why don't Emiko... think they're going to. Oh, I hope they do. I love that. Because I don't why think they're else going would to. their kids be in danger? Because Emiko. Like, she's just gunning for them because she hates Oliver. Well, she hates the queens. She okay. hates... She's Because she had said, I'd rather be their family than a queen. You know, like, she's... She's just out to destroy. She's kind of off oh, on that a little get bit. Read. I'm sorry. Maybe like she wants to just rid the queen bloodline. That's probably it. Yeah, entirely. I still possible. like that part of it in the comics that it's like Robert. It's queen's nice, father. but they had. I don't know. I they had it. an opportunity this episode to introduce that. They even had Robert right there. It's fair. And That's they fair. didn't do it. And they didn't do it. Because, so, yeah, you're right. If Robert was part of it, like, that, wouldn't that, he would have known Dante. and So they just skipped all that yeah. and they just made it Emiko. Yeah. All right. That's lamer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it's less cool. <laughs> I'm so excited about but... that part. But I was really jazzed. Like, the, the ending got me excited. I was really jazzed when she had. So sometimes I, like, when I'm tweeting, I have had to start watching the episodes twice. Everyone's like, oh, Jen, how do you remember all this stuff? When I wasn't live tweeting, I could watch the episode once and retain everything. But since I'm looking down at the computer and typing thoughts, I miss a shit ton that's actually happening on the show. So when they revealed Emiko having, like, what is the most hysterical looking invoice, (laughs) which is just a picture of Queen's Gambit with, like, two red dots that says explosives and then Merlin invoice or something, it was just like... That's not what invoices look like, first of all. Second of all, it's like an art project that says, look at the bad, evil plan that's going to happen, and I know about it. So I was like, wait a minute. Did she pay for the explosives? No, because Cal, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. So when she was meeting with Robert Queen and giving him her beautiful business idea suggestion, she was still like, hey, Maybe I could do this and I don't need to do this ninth circle nonsense stuff anymore. Right. And I can just embrace my family and have a normal life. Mm-hmm. And Robert's like, oh, no, you pretty little girl. You can't run Queen Consolidated. That's for my son. You don't have a penis. You, you, yeah, you, you don't get to do that. And right when... Like, he had to go because he was going on the Queen's Gambit. He had a business trip. With my, and with he's my like, child, I claim, who's a boy, yeah, he has okay. a penis. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you know, was there anything else you wanted to say? And on the table in front of her was a black envelope. And she reached out, put her hand on it, and pulled it off the table and into her lap and said, no, that was it. And he gets up and walks away, and she takes her envelope and goes back. And then the end of the episode reveals what was in the black envelope was the Queen's Gambit invoice explosive thing i think she had acquired this information perhaps through the ninth circle i don't know i don't think she was responsible for putting the bombs there i don't know what this means for the ninth circle's involvement in in the bombing of the queen's gambit just 
the only thing that I took from it is that she knew about it and she had a chance to tell Robert, but because Robert was a douche, she was like, no, I'm just going to let him be on a boat that sinks and that's fine. Um, I thought so. it was interesting. It would be interesting to me if Dante's Ninth Circle, whatever, did finance a piece of Merlin's thing. Well, it would be especially interesting if that means I get to see Tommy back on my TV screen. Right? Listen, I'm all about just having Tommy back. That's all I want. I know. At any time that they have, because there's some hooded dude walking around with a dark hood. Every single goddamn time. Every god forsaken time. I'm like, maybe it's Tommy. Every time. Every time. And is it Tommy ever? No. No. But you know what? Listen, (laughs) I do it too, and I'm going to do it through the the last episode. Yeah. I believe Colin. Listen, the only interest I have in Chicago Med, my husband watches Chicago Med, and I will occasionally check in and be like, what's Colin's storyline like? They're killing him off? He going anywhere? And so far, no. <laughs> but maybe someday he won't want a network television contract show that pays him millions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, but Arrow's ending, nice so city. never mind. <laughs> They'll make it work. They'll make it work. But yeah, I, wow, that was really loud. I don't even know what, what that was. It's still doing it. I'm sorry if you could hear that. I can't hear it. No. Okay, good. That was just on my end. I hope that doesn't show up on the recording. It was like this really large ding on my computer. Nope. Okay. No. Um. So I will. I'm always. I do feel like maybe I said I'm hoping they can connect this to Robert Queen, the Ninth Circle thing, because and like or the Queen's Gambit or something. And one of our previous it was podcasts, really because, cool. Because I just love when they do that shit. And I think if the show's ending, you got to route it back to Robert Queen. And the hard part of season five, and the really amazing part of season five was that the show was supposed to only be five seasons, and Prometheus was such a freaking amazing bad guy and kind of connecting it back to Robert Oliver's father um, that I was like, oh, what are they going to do for that? <laughs> like, it wasn't a huge shock that after that we had, like, one of the worst big bads in the history of the world because it's like it's hard to talk out of me. ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I was – I'm a big fan of them reconnecting it to family. And the reason why I think it's more interesting if Emiko is just evil and we don't have to dick around with this, I want to save her bullshit is I like the idea of Oliver going up against family as final big bad. I like that a lot because that is essentially what started Oliver's journey and what Oliver's journey began with family and his journey has to end with family. I just don't think he's ever going to give up on her. I know. And I love that about him. Diggs already given up on her. Well, like, I love Diggs' perspective on this, though. Because he's. Oh, Diggs has a great perspective. First of all, Yoda's back. Praise all of Jesus. Thank God. Bad time. (laughs) Well, we have to talk about something that somebody tweeted in a second. First, I'm going to get this thought out, and then we're going to go back to the other thing before I forget it. Okay. And I love that he said to him, hey, remember that time that I believed my serial killer, serial killer um, secret agent uh, brother who was back from the dead was a good guy. And then he killed Laurel. <laughs> Basically the conversation. Basically. And he almost killed my wife and baby. And Oliver's like, yeah, good times. <laughs> it's like, because like, maybe yeah. don't do that. <laughs> Go 
the other way. Do you want him to kill your wife and baby? I know. I mean, I know we said right? that your life is my life in five years, but let's but, like, not do they think have it literally. To be so literal. <laughs> I remember, like, one time you and I were like, "People are taking this whole Diggle, Lila, are all listening in five years because <laughs> they were all flipping out." The thing is, everyone is constantly flipping out about that comment that David made because Lila and Diggle got divorced. So everyone was expecting, oh, when Elizabeth gets married, Elizabeth's going to get divorced. And we were like, no, the breakup was the divorce. Now we did that. We did that thing. And now they're back together. So we don't have to do the other. Yeah. Okay. So my other thing that someone tweeted, and I really wish I could remember who tweeted it because it was awesome. Because what's coming up is the Spartan episode after Canaries. So it goes Canaries and then Spartan. And the badge that Connor Hawk had in the flashback episode last week. Yes. Is the the Night image Watch. is The Night Watch is Spartan's symbol, his OTA symbol. Which is awesome. Which I flipping Tickle. lost my fucking shit, guys. So what this Listen. means... Listen, listen to what this means. We're going to see Dig. We're going to see Dig. We're going to see Diggle. And he has found yes. his life purpose <laughs> outside you. of being Oliver Queen's Yoda. About time. He's found his purpose, meaning there is a point to the midlife crisis that I've been harping about. And they Thank will God. ultimately give, because all I've been saying is we need to dig a little deeper on here on Diggle. And we can't just glaze over it. Like he has to find something outside of Oliver. He has to find his something to live for because, yes, he loves his family. But he needs his own purpose. Felicity's getting her purpose. Diggle's got to get a purpose. And Oliver has. They have to get a purpose outside just the, the mission, you know? Because Oliver's all grown. So Diggle needs a full-time job. <laughs> So it looks Basically. like he finds He's got it. empty nest syndrome. He is so empty nesting right now. And I was really worried that they were just going <laughs> to blip. And that's not true. They're not blip. They're going to deal with it. And it's going to be awesome. So basically, Diggle starts his own Argus. Names it. And the best part is the name, Nightwatch. Because Felicity called Diggle her knight in shining armor in their first... OTA undercover mission when she saved him from the when he saved her from the security guard he called her what did he call her Barbie you're not gonna be Barbie Tommy Merlin and she called him oh my knight in shining armor your last name ain't gonna be Merlin Barbie right that's it and then I love that it's a little bit of a combo of Felicity's name too because she's Overwatch and he calls it yes I do too it's just full of Felicity Diggle feels it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And here's Sorry, the thing. That wasn't what I feel this like episode was about, but it made me really excited. <laughs> we're gonna see Dig in the the flash forwards. Before I the think end we of the find season. out what happens to Siren in the Canary up in the flash forwards in the Canary episode next week, and I think we find out what happens to Diggle in the Spartan episode. I mean, doesn't that just yes. make sense? They haven't and answered where those two a, are, so for a reason. So I think that makes sense. I think we'll see Diggle before the end of the season. I think we'll hear something about what happened to Oliver by the end of the season. We might not see him until next season, but I think we're going to find out some concrete information on 
Oh, what yeah. happened to by Oliver? By the season finale, for sure. By the season finale. Because best And that will lead that, into season eight. Right. Yeah. That we're going to get all the... And again, I'm very much looking at this. The reason why I'm excited about Emiko being the big bad is I think they're going to they're gonna Diaz us again, where it's going to be Emiko is going to carry over into the final season. We they're actually got up. a question about that. And we're not... Oh, score. So they're not going to so. start from scratch with 10 episodes to go. So that's why Hopefully I say not. you can either look at this as a shortened season eight or you can look at this as a longer season seven. So in terms it's of the big bad staying seven. the same, it makes sense in my brain that we're just getting a longer season seven. Yeah, I agree. Cool. <laughs> I um, love it when we agree, Jen. <laughs> I know. It happens rarely that we don't. I know. But it does happen. It's so sad when we don't. I know. And then we don't like it. And then we Aww. like figure out a way that we can both agree. We can agree. We like fix it rapidly. If you want to see the art of compromise, watch me and Kelly disagree with each other because it's really uncomfortable for us. We're like, oh, this feels weird. We don't like this. Let's find a way that we can both be right. I know. We're like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Your point. We feel better now. Your point. Yeah. Okay. Um, smoke tech. We have some smoke tech goodies. So, like, where are you at on this Elena character? Listen. I don't think she's necessarily evil, but here's my my thing. Mm-hmm. She's all right. I don't care. You know, like she's. Yeah. It makes sense for her to kind of be involved in smoke tech because somebody's got to be at home base while Felicity's at home raising Mia and telecommuting in. Right. You know, somebody's got to hold down the fort. And Elena makes as much sense. Let's put it this way. If it comes to who's going to hold down the fort at smoke tech. Elena or Curtis, I'd rather Elena any day and twice on Tuesday. Like, Amen, sister. Well, I think it's, it's really interesting. First of all, they fixed something that really pissed me off in season, when did this start? Season five? Her last name? Or? No. <laughs> it pissed me off that they were even, it made me mad that they were making Curtis like an equal. Yes. Like uh, the I reason agree. why we liked Curtis in season totally four is he was that. a subordinate to Felicity. He reported to Felicity yeah. and everyone was in favor of Curtis as reporting to Felicity. He works for her. But then in season five, they got too big for their britches and decided that because he invented her spinal tech, that first of all, that's going to be the tech that she created, which, okay. Um, and that Curtis has to be a part of it, and it no longer can be smoke tech. That Curtis has to be the co CEO of it. Apparently, I'm like, wait, what the hell? Like Ray Palmer didn't need anyone to start his company. We were walking around with Queen Consolidated. Oliver didn't need someone. You know, I was like, that sucks. And I think it frustrated a lot of people. And then they put it on this even keel thing. And then that's when the writers started basically what everyone said was going to happen, which is that you know whatever space Felicity has for her character, he's going to eat that up and walk all over her. And they're going to make her sound dumb and just to give him a reason to be on the show. And that's exactly what happened. So what I like about this Elena character is that she's a subordinate. This is Felicity's idea. Felicity's in charge. She's working for her. I'm like, yes, that's what they should have done with Curtis from the beginning. What I also love about that, because I hate Curtis so much they still need a Felicity subordinate. They had a guy to be that as the series regular. They they got rid of him and they brought him. It's like the Nissa thing, training, like, you know, Mia. Like, they could they very easily could have had it be Black Siren, but they didn't. <laughs> it makes me smile. 
I'm taking the little wins. <laughs> it's the little things that make you I'm happy. Petty. Isn't it? <laughs> I just feel like they hate Curtis as much as I hate Curtis when they do those things. Because Echo is going to start his music career. Don't get me started on that again. <laughs> Please. That's the reason. Okay. So, yeah, I was excited about that. And Felicity was cute. Oh, did you not love the line where she was like, I could be a vigilante, a CEO, and pregnant all at the same time. This would be amazing. That was the best goddamn line. And I want to frame that and tattoo it on the forehead of every single asshole that said... She deserves more than just to be an incubator for Oliver's fun or some like, stupid did nonsense. Did we not that say that? Have we not been saying we those did. exact we same said things? The exact for... same goddamn thing. Since season three. So what are we at? Yep. We're clocking four years. We literally <laughs> said exactly that. Yep. yep. And then the writers said exactly that. And when the writers make things Cue we the say canon. Of... Yeah. Mm, Cue the gif teeth. of Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine saying, Vindication! Right. It's just it's <laughs> delicious tea. Yeah. It is. Guess what, Beautiful. fam? They can do all of this at the same time. It doesn't have to be, oh, they nope. can only handle one thing at a time. She don't have to pick one, folks. First of all, she's incubating the little nugget. Is Mia doing anything that much in her tummy? No. No. Pregnancies are actually boring until after you after you have the initial, here, I'm you know, pregnant Provided you don't lines. need to be put on bed rest, Jennifer. Right. Fair. <laughs> As we both know. Right. It's supposed to be boring. That's yeah. the way it's supposed to go. Generally and then delivery, is boring. Right. And then delivery is an exciting day. Hopefully you have extremely boring delivery that you don't even rate a yeah. physician. You get like the nurses. Midwife. Midwife, whatever. Yeah, like, never oh, had you're so easy. I can have a 12-year-old <laughs> deliver your baby. That's what you want. You do no. not want a floor of a team of doctors in your hospital room. All and neonatologists. Oh, you're fascinating. Right. And neonatologists yeah. say, oh, you're really interesting. That's bad news. No. It's bad news, friends. Anyways. You don't want to be interesting. Don't be interesting. So <laughs> she's incubating the boring human being right now who ain't doing nothing except growing toes and little fingers and a smart little brain. Um, so she can so absolutely can start tech. her tech empire. Right. And can we bring just in talk Elena about- to fill in the blanks while she's off doing vigilante Can I also stuff say they fixed the problem with stuff? smoke tech? There was a problem? Yeah, was there was a problem? a problem for me. Because uh, remember how we were saying, problem? like, the smoke tech thing is kind of stagnant? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, we're, mm-hmm. okay, she came up with a name that we're no longer using. <laughs> and <sighs> Thank God, that t- name just, was terrible. I know. And, oh, they're <laughs> deciding, you know, what tech. So it was basically Curtis's tech. And I guess they had her and Curtis kind of working on it. That but there was great. really, like, it was just, I was like, so what are we doing? We're going to pitch boardrooms next? What I love about them, first of all, they chucked Curtis's tech. See ya. Thanks for curing Felicity of her paralyzation. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I don't need you anymore. Um, now it's this Archer thing, which is something she has to actively work so on developing. much more interesting. And it interacts with the vigilante storyline. The whole it chip does. thing and the did future not interact. Line. Right. Did not interact with the vigilante thing. And the minute you disconnect any storyline from the vigilante thing it's problematic it starts to feel like you're laurel lance you're on your own show that has nothing to do with the rest of the show and that ain't good yeah so like smotech was like the laurel lance of season four when even though laurel was still laurel lance of 
the show because she always will be. It just <laughs> felt like we're like, what are we doing here? Uh, it's just like the right hand didn't know what the left was doing. I don't know. Beth came in and fixed all this shit. She's like, no, that's dumb. We're not doing that. No. It's like she took my checklist of what I was saying. <laughs> what changed? She just did it. Well, thanks. Beth has fixed a lot of things this season. You know, like, yeah, she's kind of made a mess out of Oliver and Felicity's idyllic future. I'm so sorry, guys. I don't but I'm you, so Sam. that's it's happened. It's happened. It's it's a thing. I'm right. sorry. And it sucks and you can be mad at it or you can be okay with it. And it's all okay. Whatever you Listen, want to do. Listen, people screaming care. the twenty years is crap ain't gonna bring the twenty years. It's back. not gonna change it. No. Sorry. It's not gonna she didn't sorry, care. It's, Beth don't it's, care. It's, Beth it's, don't care you're mad. Already, She's already, it's already happening. On. It's happened. Is it I was talking to I was talking to Lexi this afternoon. Can you guys be quiet out there because I'm um, anyhow. Hi Callie family. My family is like, <laughs> <laughs> like okay guys. Shh. Keep it on the DL. We here. should have like studio <laughs> in recording. It's like our fresh yes, I need lights. one of those. This is our super tech. Anyhow. Anyways. I was talking to Lexi and I compared it to the the end game of the show is a train. Okay. The train left the station at the beginning of the season. When Beth mm-hmm. took over and started directing this train down the track, we left the station, okay? The track isn't going to change. It's mm-hmm. already laid, you know? So we're going to a specific destination. Just because we can't see it over the horizon doesn't mean it's not there. And the person who started the train and laid the track knows exactly what where it is, Okay. It's not going to change. Now, you could either, it's a little too late to, you know, decide, oh, I don't want to get on this train because you're already on it. So at this point, we're still rolling a little slow. You could probably, like, you know, jump off. Like, are you really going to jump roll off? down the we embankment? Have, how many episodes do we have? 16? I know, right? Why not you just ride it through? Anywhere. You're not going nowhere. See where it goes. You're staying with just us. See where it goes. You know and you listen, are. If, <laughs> if the train delivers you to an unhappy place that you don't like, leave it a bad Yelp review. But <laughs> at this point in the game, you're on the train. It's not changing. So sitting here and spending like what's left of the train trip, 15 episodes, getting mad about where the train might take you when you don't know where it's going to take you. Seems like a waste of time. You could be over in the bar car getting drunk on margaritas. Right. It's That's like you're I'm in saying. a train. You're in a train and there's a bomb attached. But you don't know that. And you're just out there boozing. And you're going to die no matter what. It's going to be quick. It's going to be plainless. Don't worry about it. You're already dead. Well, you went a little dark with my I know, but you're already dead. Like, that's the thing. You're already dead. It already happened. So you might as well have another drink with me. Wow. You went really dark. I know. But, like, I just took your train analogy and I added a bomb. put a bomb on it. (laughs) Did you see what I did? No, I don't like it. Wasn't that better? (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) You're mean. (laughs) Well, it ain't going to be a pile of rainbows. (laughs) It's Listen, there's going to be some rainbows at the end of this particular. Yeah, they're not going to blow you up because you're going to get some rainbows. Here's the thing. You may not (laughs) like these particular rainbows. You may be like, these rainbows suck. I wanted different rainbows instead. But it doesn't change the fact that these are the rainbows you're getting. Oh, I saw something. I don't know who tweeted it, but somebody said, this is bullshit. Their lives are already over. Like, okay, if they get their happy ending at 50, 
the, the argument is like, you know, their lives are like because the prime Jeez, their prime thanks. of their life is spent and like there's nothing God. like there's no life after fifty. Speaking as a woman who's rapidly staring down the road of forty, I find that really dis dis. Excuse me, I passed forty by right. Like, do you a feel like ago. when you hit fifty, like, there's still more life? That's to a live? little yeah. discouraging. Like, at least hopefully thirty years. <laughs> Jeez, I have more money now than I did when I was thirty. Right? So there's that. I'm gonna be doing a lot more living. That can outspend you a twenty-year-old ass. <laughs> like, like, I, I don't know. Like, that's I think just, that's a poor, first of all, regardless of the television show, that's just a get... poor way of looking at, well, my life's over because I'm no, no. longer in my 20s and 30s. Here's what okay. they keep trying to tell you, but you don't listen. Life actually gets better. It does, guys. I was just it having this conversation better. with one of my friends, and she just turned 30. Quiet, Kyle. I was Kyle. just saying, <laughs> nobody wants to heal, Kyle. Zip it. <laughs> Speaking of dark little clouds hanging over me. <laughs> no, I was just telling her, like, isn't it nice? Like, all of a sudden, like, you turn 30 yeah. and you just stop giving a shit of what people it's think. true. You're like, nope, it's this wonderful. is me. You became very ingrained Don't in care. your habits and what you like, and you're just like, nope, I ain't changing. This is just Well, like. and you also don't care what other people like. like no. I feel it like in our fandom you. a lot, people <laughs> want you to care about what they think. Like, I do people not. want me to be upset that they're going to be upset about the air. I don't care. No. Like, if you're going to be upset, that's fine. I'm sorry for you, but that's I do, fine. I and do that's think your that's decision. something that and people have a hard time with because it's like, I, don't care. I form that's an fine. opinion. And if people disagree with that opinion, it does not change my opinion. No. It, and it's and, okay And with I don't me. care. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I, it's, it's I whatever. don't like it. You do. Okay. Well, you know. Round Good and round you. we go, friend. <laughs> we all have opinions here, and this is just a you know yet this... one more. Yeah. Little, <laughs> like... little tangle where it's going to end up. It's I, okay. Yeah, I and just... also, the same goes the other way. If you don't like my opinion, right. you don't have fine. to like it either. Embrace, it's fine. Embrace your don't give a fuck what Jen and Kelly think. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm all for that. I don't give a fuck what I think. Thank you, though, to the people who do give a fuck. We appreciate you. We love you. Over, watch over listeners. We might That's as well. Like, you ain't get, this, this is what I'm saying. They ain't getting off the train. And I'm not going to. You know what? No. Listen. You had don't a chance get off the to train. jump you don't off. want them to get off? No. I've decided. I'm just. Oh, I'm taking control here. I'm Jen, driving the train now. Let them I'm get just, off. I know. I don't want to. No. <laughs> Listen, I feel like they had a chance to get off this train. Let's give them till mid-season. But if you stuck through Oliver Prison, and, like, now you know about the baby, and now we only have, what? Fifteen. Fifteen episodes left? No. I'm going to make you stay with me. You have to be with me. You've been with me for this long. You have to be with us. It's been seven years. You can't leave us now. Well, and that's another. You that have brings to up enter the thing. madness. We just got to go down that, together, Thelma and Louise. That brings style. up another, another, another issue for me, which is we're only going to get through this one way, and that's all of us linking arms and <laughs> group hugging. Tell them Beth through the bitter end. Bring like, it on, baby! Happens. Ruin Who's my gonna life. Who's going to be there? Who's going to care? About how we feel about the end of this show, but us. Our husbands obviously aren't going to care. Nobody cares. <laughs> in my real life, not Nobody that you people cares. aren't in my real life, but like my non social media cares. life. Nobody cares. Care. No. 
And so the only people who are going to care is us. So we might as well just all kind of The only people who are going to understand you being upset about the 20 years are people like me and Callie. The fandom people. Yeah, I understand understand. being upset. Listen, if I had my druthers, if I was writing this show, I would absolutely sneak in a little fix there. 100%. You know what I would do? What? I would write it so he saves the city. And then in present day, and they live happily ever after till like maybe Mia's yeah. 18. And then stuff goes to shit yeah. for let's just give it a good five years. I'd give it five sure. years. Of, like, because, you know, the island, like a back end flash forward island, only it lasted five yeah. years instead of 20. Like, why can't so we So why do we that? need, yeah. I yeah. Really, and that's my no, point. So like, that. Did we need to do the 20? Did we need to go overkill with the overkill with all the doom and gloom? Whatever, whatever. But you know, so just because we don't think we're getting those twenty years back doesn't mean we wouldn't beg and plead for those twenty years back. If we thought begging and pleading would do any good for us, right? But also, maybe there's a high probability that we'll fix it in a fic. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, why I mean, else does fan fiction exist except to right. fix things I, mean, I don't listen, like guys, about the show? I have a very good, there's a very high probability that I'll just, like, I'll watch the series finale and be like, nah, we're just going to, I'm just going to rewrite this. <laughs> I mean, it's happened before. And so. send it to Mark, email, this is how you should have done it. <laughs> I might do that. He would And that's one so way hard. it could have ended. We're going to do the, we're going to do the clue ending. And that's how oh it could have ended. But like, maybe this is adventure. what happened instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a possible ending too. And so is this. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable with that. I do scenario. wonder, well, I wonder sure. how he would react to that if I just sent him a fanfic. He would laugh in your face and be like, okay, Jen, you're crazy. And be like, you are a lunatic. I'm so glad <laughs> yeah, to be rid basically. of you. And True. you're all caps lock Ooh. emails. <laughs> yes. It's important to me that he knows I'm yelling at him. <laughs> It needs to be communicated oh, over text. Jen, I think he knows. You think he thinks so? You think he figured it yeah. out? Yeah. That I'm, I think, I'm I talking think... to him by loud voice. <laughs> it's not a secret, dear. I'm not happy. <laughs> oh, good times. So what else happened in the episode? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about that episode description? Can... Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I think the situation is who's ever writing those drops acid before. I do. And like they see like, pink elephants and they think it's real. The twenty the twenty forty description was bad enough, but this just like went purely off the rails. You gotta read purely. it. Purely. Do you have it? Oh god. Hold on. I might <laughs> somewhere. Because Gal was like wait a minute. You did go. I was like, well, I because it. the I'll find the it. site the site that I was streaming on had the episode description underneath the stream. So I was like I was sitting there looking at the episode description oh, the whole time I'm I watching the episode and I'm like none of this is happening. <laughs> none of this. All right, you ready? This is this is not happening. Yeah. Here is the 717 episode description. Laurel learns about some damaging information that affects Emiko. Oliver invites Laurel to help investigate which makes Felicity happy, as her friend is now working with the team. Felicity is forced to make a choice between the team and Laurel. Would you like to point out 
Okay. Let's start at the beginning. Where any of that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start at the beginning. Laurel learned some damaging information that affects Amiko. That was two episodes ago. Can I also just add that I like the way, <laughs> I like our pronunciation of her name better than the yeah, actual I'm pronunciation. Gonna keep, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna keep, keep saying it the way I want to say it. Yeah, Amiko. It so, was better at Amiko. Yeah, she okay. found out the damaging information in seven fifteen. Not 717. Yeah. Okay. No, Oliver invites words, Laurel right? to help investigate. No, no. It was more like Laurel said, hey, she isn't who she said she is. And Oliver's like, nuh And then he goes back to the bunker and he's like, yeah, she's probably not who she he, said she is. His <laughs> like, actual, his actual words were, stay out of it. Stop stalking my sister. Those were his words. That's not inviting Laurel to be part of the team. What are you even talking Felicity, about, crazy therefore, person? Felicity, happy. therefore, was not happy because... What was that happy was about anything? About Laurel? There was... What? No. I like how she's like... The oh, only thing Felicity was happy about... The only thing that Felicity was happy about was hearing that Emiko killed Diaz. She's like, oh... Did I not call that? Renee's like, Emiko? Emiko to kill Diaz? And Felicity's like, that don't mean she's bad. Like, that's damn right, because you were going to drop a bullet in on the other just last week, weren't you, yep. Cupcake? Yes, you so... were. And you were still going to be a cupcake with extra sprinkles, even if you did. That's why I was like, why is everyone walking around like this is so horrible? Like, why Why is promo department people yeah, thinking that not. this is a terrible thing? Why is this is something that Oliver no, and Felicity it's... are going to be extremely, oh, you lit yeah. him on fire? That's fantastic. They came to my bonfire. They brought the marshmallows. I had the chocolate. So the last part of the description. Felicity is forced to make a choice between the team and Laurel. I bet the Laurel fans were just like, like over the moon the about that. Where was the They choosing? were probably Can so we, Where was Laurel in the happened? episode? She had like, what was her storyline? That she was, she like made a shoddy deal with somebody or something? Well, she and Dinah had <laughs> most just, of their yeah. story was with each Heiner. other. And she was like, Dinah's all like, you need to be doing your job as the DA and not kind of being this murderous sirony person so i want you to question this guy and she goes in there and then she threatens to kill the guy and dinah's like yeah no that's not what i was <laughs> talking about exactly and then they let do. the guy go and the guy ends up dead and dinah's like you killed him didn't you and siren's like me i would never how would you and ever so, like, accuse me of murder <laughs> i love how she's always like how dare you accuse me you? of murder <laughs> As if. Like, so really? basically, none of that happened in the episode. Now, I had more than a few people reply to me and say, I think this is 718. And I'm like, I'm going to no. have to say no there, too. All because right, listen up. First of all. Laurel find out, found out about Emiko in 715. I okay. got you, girl. I got you, girl. Just a minute. Everybody knows by 718 that Emiko is bad. Stop correcting So Kelly. that part of the description is automatically no bad. Kelly. Maybe the maybe all. the other two thirds could be from next week or next episode, but yeah, no, I Whatever. think somebody just done fucked. Let's let to your defense. You ready? I got you, girl. Kay. Even if it's the seven eighteen description, which it's not, but even if it is, they released it for the seven seven for the seventeen description. So therefore, they get to take all the snark. I'm going to deliver mm -hmm. at them because what sort of mm -hmm. dumb fuck mixes that up and not catch it and fix it? Oh, I don't know. The bad. CW promotional department. So, no, they get Chico. no. This is, <coughs> no, 
for shit. You guys, they've been for shit for like seven years. We're just winding down, all right? I want you to come back and compare promotion from other CW shows and compare it to Arrow, and you tell me that the promo department is doing a stellar job, please. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I just think it's really funny, too. Sleep on the job. That they make it. <laughs> Here's how you know Laurel is not going to be in the episode. A lot. If the promo, if the episode description mentions her a lot. Oh, okay. So there's absolutely no Laurel because they mentioned Laurel about eight times in three sentences. So there's no Laurel. I mean, she was kind of in it, but. Okay. So now she's going to be what? Now we're, now she might be evil again. You know, I'm tired. Can people just pick a lane? It's, I got 15 episodes left. You know, that's kind of where I'm at on this whole redemption shit. Oliver's Jesus. My boy has grown. I've raised him. I've raised my son. I ain't got no more energy. I'm looking at the old folks' home. I'm going to drink margaritas with my Cali. (laughs) In Tahoe. All right? I don't want to work anymore. I don't want to save Emiko. I don't want to save Black Siren. If you ain't on the train... By now, it has left the station. That's your own damn fault. You had the opportunity. Oliver's been Jesus all season. Where have you been? I don't know. Like, how much more ass-kicking, inspirational? You can be a good person, Laurel. You know, you're either in or you're out. You're a murderer, aren't you? Just pick a lane. I say this as someone where we inspirationally... (laughs) propped Oliver for five, seven years before he got his act together. But that's different. It's his show. He could be a colossal fuck up. I have less patience for the supporting characters. (laughs) So what else do we have to say about the episode? Uh, That's all I have to (laughs) say. Just like, I don't know, man. (laughs) Listen. Okay, is there like some... I have a question. Yeah. Emiko's look. Is this like what Red Arrow looks like? Does she have a name? Like, is something happening there like because she changed her look and i think now she's, she's like, like red dart or something okay what's her name in can we comments? talk about that fight could be can we talk about the fight the one with oliver where she flipped yes. her ponytail around like 15 okay times. first of all it was 100 yeah, percent about it. her ponytail like that yeah, actress pretty much was super obsessed with her ponytail during that fight oh wait i have to smooth my pony <laughs> and then there was this moment where Oliver flicks the thingy and slices her arrow. So suck it, Dante. He can do it too. And then he grabs his bow. He he re- fires a bow or something. It was a weird cut. It's like it's like he fired it and he caught her bow or something. And he's holding her bow. It's like, and she's like, she just did this twirl thing before she shot the bow. And then Oliver caught the bow or, or caught the arrow. And Oliver caught the arrow. And then she's just, like, frozen. I thought he shot, like, a Felicity Smoke invention at her that, like, makes her frozen. Because the actress was frozen in this position. And she was staring off vacantly into the space. Not at all looking at Steven. Hmm. And I was like, what's happening here? (laughs) Like, is this, is she frozen? Or is this acting? I could not tell the difference. It was pretty bad. I gotta say, as fights go, that was a pretty bad fight. They've had some pretty good fights lately, and that was, I would say, on par with season four. Listen, I want to go back and rewatch Mia take down a room full of dudes. Yeah, I miss Mia. 
I want Mia. I her... miss the flash forward I meant, so much. I miss Mia and her hooded cloak. I miss Mia and Connor. Like and compare William. Mia to that mess. <sighs> She's like liquid gold and like Emiko's just all over the place. Like what? What the fuck I was happened in the editing the... room? I have so many questions because it was it was I was it was cracking up at the number of I miss the flash forward tweets. I saw. I know. Because, like, because, like now we're all it? invested. Ten episodes and we're just, ago, we're like, like these are horrible. I hate everything. <laughs> and now we're like, oh, but it's didn't a new I OT. say? Didn't I say last week we reached the center point of the pendulum swing, where now the future starts looking better than the past? I know. And it's it's starting to happen. It's starting to happen, fam. Who called it, Callista? That's what I say. You can always trust the pendulum. Yeah. What goes swings. up will come down. What mm-hmm. is down will come up. Will come up. And listen, the flash forwards only had up to go. Yeah. I so mean, while I do we think some like hijinks will some gravel occur, <laughs> yeah, I do think some hijinks will occur in the future, like probably around season finale time, as predictable. But I think by and large, things are going to trend better on the flash forwards than they started out. Yeah, shit's got to get real bad to. in present day because it doesn't make nothing makes sense in the flash forward if everything doesn't go to hell and because everything's going to hell in present day. But I think, then they're gonna I think the some forward. things, I think some things in the flash forwards might also go right. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's got to be. It can't be all yeah. you know, yeah. yellow brick road. And um, what I love about it is like now that we're all super invested in Connor and William and Mia, <laughs> it's are. like. It's more fun, even th- because everything shit. That was the nice part. That's always been the good part of Arrow is that, you know, there's things are crappy a lot of times during Arrow. I would say eight out of ten. Like we're at an 80 percent life's crap and we get 20 percent of joy. And then that joy has to sustain us for a very, very long time. Um, but because Oliver, Felicity and Diggle are so great together and the chemistry of that cast works so well it, it's it to me it's entertaining it's fun watching them go through all this shit and that's very much what it felt like and what was nice about the flash forwards is they're reestablishing the flash forward ota or they're establishing not reestablishing they're establishing so it's getting a lot of focus which now you know oliver felicity and diggle are kind of not the new thing so they don't get as much focus anymore and they're never going to go back to that you know if you're hoping that they're going to go back to this hyperized focus on oliver felicity and diggle i just it ain't gonna happen i I saw a lot of tweets today people saying we only have this many episodes left yeah you can't get back listen you guys you can't be like oh we have this like it's like it's like you're watching like an hourglass like the wicked witch of the west has just like emptied the hourglass and you're like watching it you're like i'm gonna die and then i'll be able to get your ruby slippers like you can't look at it like that you just have to look at this is arrow completing the story and whatever that is going to be, it's going to be. If you're if you're like, well, this was just a waste of an episode because we could have been devoting it to Oliver Felicity and Diggle. They've abandoned that focus on OTA. From their perspective, OTA is the show, but it's not the whole show. And they're never going to go back to what it was, I would say, in 1B and 2A. And that yeah. that has been clear for years. And it's not going to suddenly switch. In the, the last like, 15 I episodes. would love if we got a lot of OTA here yeah. in the end. Sure. I would absolutely love it. But I don't 
I'm not going to hold my breath for it. Well, in particular, just, since we're heading into this fucking crossover that includes yeah. all the God Blessed shows, and it's like this major undertaking. Right. I'm just like, a lot of what's going to be going on next year is going to be a lot about crisis. I'm just already getting myself mentally Ready there. for it. <laughs> Preparing. Taking my cross, Jesus. Upon my back. I've se- I've seen people still hoping that we get more like five twenty three twenty esque elicity stuff too, Mm-mm. and I'm like, mm. no, there's no more sex scenes. It's I'm over. Sorry, <laughs> I would love it, but no. I don't. I just don't think that. I mean, I don't feel like the actors want to do it at this point. Like, well, obviously because he won't ever take off his. Shirt. Right, Steve's not taking off his shirt. He doesn't want to work out anymore. I mean, no. Yeah, that's why we have Joseph. It's just got baby diggle. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Go, this is very Google true. Google some Connor Hawk. Truth. He's he's there on Twitter with his videos. Yeah, go follow him. He he's preseason one Steve. Like that is literally what's happening right now. He's literally doing the same workouts. It's the same workouts. Like, I swear, I've seen these videos before. <laughs> they are identical. <laughs> but do they get old? No. Nope. They are equally as entertaining the second time around. Especially because he don't get old. Because right. he, he is one of these two guys is old. And one, one of them ain't. And it's the new one. <laughs> and he's yummy. <laughs> yes, sir. May I have another? That's my attitude when he I has watch hair. the videos. And he does not he have problematic hair. tweets and douchebaggy things that he says that pisses me off. Yes. Yes. Joseph just wants a damn job. This is what I like about the new kids. They, they're they hungry for it. They're all broke as shit. Well, not Kat. But they're all broke they're as shit, and they want a damn job. <laughs> That's what I loved about interviewing the Shadows Hunters class, the cast, because they were all like, first of all, it was kind of crazy that a freeform show had found themselves at SDCC. So they were I like, woo, we're at the party. They were really jazzed and incredibly grateful to be employed, which is why it was so sad that they got their show yanked but it gave us cat so it's fine there was no way we would have cat mcnamara if shadow hunters was a go so that is really is one good. of those great religious experiences god closes the door and he opens the window <laughs> and boy what a window it is a window yeah so what were we talking about mm-hmm. i don't know flash forward people so yeah I miss the flash forward. You kind of went off the deep end. I had a whole other thing. (laughs) This is what happens when haters. That was funny. Send me messages in my inbox. Give me all the words. She's so upset. Don't say I said shit that I didn't say. Like, I don't like it when people put words in my mouth either. Because you literally have a blog that people can go and look at and say, hi, this is what you wrote. It's not hard. It's not hard. Do we have any People always tell me what I meant. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. People always tell me, this is what you oh, meant when you said this. This was And I'm funny. like, no, no. I know what I meant what I when meant. I said it. Yeah. Just because you misunderstood. <laughs> don't tell me what I meant. I know what I meant. I know what I meant. Um, This was kind of You're a funny, not in my brain. crabby, anonymous <clears throat> message I got that Cal and I talked about. Oh, dear. Remember the homage? Did we? Parallel one. They were all super pissed off at me because I... I said in the review. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I That's said funny. in the review, I said that the the cage fighting scene was an homage to uh, the uh, 
Bratva initiation in season five. Like they were trying very hard to to make every everyone sure that they knew that Mia and Oliver are the same. And so there are all these parallels, you know, with the bow and the handstands and it's Mia doing the same stuff and oh look and whatever. So this person I'll read it. I'm gonna only read some of it because I can't quite understand all of it, but it says <laughs> That's not an homage, a parallel, or whatever you want to call it. It is literally a copy. Is it OTA copy? Is trying to bank is the love of the fans for OTA to sell OTA 2.0 without giving OTA real good content. So basically, like, they're saying, how dare I enjoy what is basically a copy of OTA? And listen. If this show wants... To literally duplicate <laughs> the characters I love, change up the dynamics slightly, and do it again for another seven years. Yeah, absolutely. I'm completely fine with that. If all my shows, the way that they wanted to end, was then to duplicate the characters and then let's do the story again. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. I'd watch that too. If they wanted to make Stefan Salvatore and Elena again with their babies. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the shit out of that. If Buffy and Angel got married and had a bunch of little superhero, like, vampire slaying babies, and then they made a spinoff of Buffy and Angel's little vampire slaying babies, and it was on for the last 20 years, and I would still be watching it. Why is that a bad thing? Oh, we found a formula that works. Let's keep doing that formula. Like, why? Duh. Why is that a bad thing? Why is it a bad thing that I like it? Am I am I supposed to be, like, condemning them because they're too much like OTA? I like OTA. Why wouldn't I like them if they're like them? Yeah. <laughs> like... I'm supposed to be I'm wildly like upset because Mia's the Oliver character, except she's a girl? <gasps> No, no? I, they're the children of my favorite characters. I'm going to like them. How can I be happy <laughs> about this? And then they're asking, how can you be happy about Felicity putting being a hero before her kids? Listen, who said, first of all, again, does anybody, Kelly, does anyone read what I write? No. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> cleared that up. I didn't say I was happy about it. I said I respected her. We said her. we understood yeah. Okay. Because that's what makes Felicity a hero. Would I put my ch would I put the world before my kid? Probably not. I'd say fuck the world and just, you know, get comfy with my family as the nukes were launched. And just, you know, my personal perspective on that is like, okay, well we all get to go out together. That's nice. We'll all be in heaven. So what's the problem? So like I am not a person who's like, oh, I'm going to go out and stop the evil Eden Corp. I'll be, I'm just like, oh, Eden Corp won. Boo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn. Tra la la. <laughs> Off to heaven I go. I don't know. I'm just but like, Felicity okay, but has Felicity a is the as purpose. A hero. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, here's the thing. Listen, I am a devoted mother. Um, but I really hate this women are one thing box. Okay, Felicity can't be a yeah. hero and be a mother. Listen, being a hero complicates Felicity's life as a mother, and being a mother complicates her life as a hero. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's why they did it, because drama. 
I think it's amazing that she did as well. She did really well. And I am happy that Felicity, we have seen Felicity at different stages where Felicity is done with the mission. And we've seen Felicity trying to live a life where, you know, she quits the team. We've seen her try to live a life where, you know, she's living in paradise with Oliver and, in order for these characters to be whole, this is what they're trying to say. These characters, Oliver, Oliver, Felicity, and Diggle, they need the mission as much as the mission needs them. Okay? Yeah, and that I is agree. And that is a well-rounded human being. You know, if you're a mother, that does not mean that's all you are or ever will be. Like, your only function is life is motherhood. no. Women are multifaceted creatures. We have multi-interests. We have, you know, we have other relationships in our life. We have other things that we like to focus on. And that's healthy. That makes us better mothers. Okay? And it's the same with people who don't have children. Okay, you're not only your job. There's other things that you care about. Yeah. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lower a boom for some of you younger fans who listen to us who aren't parents yet. I'm going to tell you a little secret. Your parents love you, but you're not the end all be all of your mother's life. Sorry. Spoiler yeah. alert. You are not the 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 sun up around which her whole life revolves. And that's not true for Felicity either. Can I be honest with you? The one of the Listen. Most, one of the most She's important, a moon. Yeah. <laughs> but she's not the sun. Right. <laughs> one of the most important lessons I ever learned. Like Oprah, it was an Oprah episode, and they're like, "What? Who would?" They were doing this weird, like, "Who would you save, your wife or your children?" If like you could only save one, mm-hmm. and my dad was sitting in the living room, so I asked him point blank, and he looked me dead in the eye and he said, "Your mother." Yeah, he didn't even hesitate. That's the true answer. He did listen, not hesitate for a listen, second. Guys, I've seen I've seen some parents say this. No, I'd, I absolutely choose my children over my husband. Listen, okay, if your husband is an abusive asshole and you're, like, covering for him and not believing your kids, then, yeah, that's a problem. But in your average, normal situation, I heard it described once as the kids are, are absolutely important. And it's not like yeah, no one's saying kids not. Are like are not important. Like that's not no. It gets this but extreme. Time, this is an extreme example to like bring a right. regular everyday life point. Right, the kids leave after eighteen years, but you're married to your husband for life. Yeah, the person that you and made so a you lifelong need to find a way to be to, with your husband yeah, after your husband. those eighteen years. Right. So, well, and again, you need that's, to work on that relationship. Right. Too. You know, that is the commitment I made to my husband was that, hey, we're married to each other and we're going to help each other get to heaven. Like, that's the promise you made. So it, I was not upset when my dad said that. In fact, I was very comforted because what that yeah. said to me was the most important person in my dad's life is my mom. And I was like, as long as my parents are OK, like my parents are the ship. They go down everybody goes down. You know what I mean? So like, as long as the ship is sturdy, me and my sisters are going to be just fine. So the primary relationship for me has always been my husband. I have to make that relationship strong and sturdy for my daughter. But yeah, when she, she's going to leave me if I've done my job right, you know, they'd leave. They leave you. They go. So (laughs) it did not bother me that Felicity has another 
outlet other than Mia. In fact, I think it's healthy. And I think that it's it's incredibly important that Felicity... Listen, if Oliver was alive, if the city was safe, Felicity would not be continually, oh, let's go fight criminals, okay? The, the reason why Felicity is still involved in the mission while she's trying to raise her child, FYI, this was not the plan. Nothing went according to plan. Like, you just have to look at those flash forwards and no, absolutely nothing went according to plan. Um, she's doing this because she's trying to get her family back together, but she has to hero mm-hmm. in order to make that happen. It's a puzzle piece. It's it's happening piece by piece. She got you... William first, brought William to Mia. They both came to her. Now they go to Oliver. It's it's all happening in stages, and we'll get there. And so this was the second part of the. So Oliver was wrong when he put William first, and that just set me off because, first of all, this person's like <laughs> conflating things that it's just no, no one had a problem with Will with Oliver being a father to his son. Literally no one. No. We all agreed that was the correct choice. He should not abandon his yes. child. What everyone no. had a problem with. We didn't with agree that he had to lie was to keep it a secret from his fiance. <laughs> Why is that so hard? This is not complicated. No. <laughs> don't get me roped back into season four because it's such a fucking mess. I don't want to go back there. Those are dark days. So no, I people, I am not unhappy to, that Felicity. I wish Felicity yeah. didn't have to be a hero. I wish things were okay where that's not required of her, but things are not okay, and she's doing what other people can't, which is why she's a hero. She is sacrificing her life, her her happiness and time with her daughter, just like Diggle and Lila did, just like Oliver did, for the pursuit of something greater. Is there a price for that? Yeah. But it's not called sacrifice without sacrificing something. People walking around like the heroes are going to be able to do this and have it not cost them anything. If it doesn't cost them anything, then it's not a heroic act. And I can I can turn this over to the people that want this neat and tidy, happy ending with the 20 years restored. They want to have it all without any of the sacrifice. They, they don't want this sacrifice for, for Oliver and his family. Right. And Which is why the I'm rest like, of us are Yeah, I get why cities. you don't. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not heroes. We get to have those kinds of lives. Right. They don't I get, get grow, to have that. Eat, That's what the show mean, is about, is showing my, all right. the sacrifices a hero has to give. I'm eating my That's Pringles chips watching Oliver Felicity save the city. <laughs> But, right. I, you know, that's why superheroes are, are, are modern day mythology. It's mythical godlike creatures that we're watching. Like these are inhuman we that we would ever do. Yeah. But again, you know, yeah. a, a fireman walking into, goes into a burning building. And every time he goes into that building, he is running the risk that he doesn't come out alive. Okay. Right. Why do we call that fireman a hero? Every day because he's, he's risking sacrifice. something unbelievably <laughs> important in order to help a perfect stranger. Now, if that fireman dies in the process of saving a stranger, are we going to say what a shit father? No. Are we going to say how terrible that he gave up his family in order for to, saving to, some to do person this? he doesn't even know in a burning building? What the fuck is wrong with him? Um, no. If you are that kind of person who would say that, you need some deep therapy. Uh, but no, that's not 
the response what the response is wow that person is a hero and is doing something i can't even conceive of doing which is what yeah. the reaction is to felicity most of us would never do right yeah so I don't understand why all of a sudden it turns around to Felicity Smoke and all of a sudden the hero rules suddenly get different. It's cool for Oliver to be sacrificing everything right and left, but then Felicity does it and it's it's like, what a terrible mother. It's like, what are you even talking about? Listen, Jen, it's all back down to the misogyny. Uh, Fucking patriarchy. This this weekend when Steve was doing dumb shit stuff Mm. on Twitter. Mm. Oh, you mean Do you want to know that there was a lot of... There was a lot of people who were, Stephen did dumb thing. Then all the, these people like found some way to turn it over onto Emily. And it's like, what? No. <laughs> this weekend? Because no, I was kind of off. The, yeah. Was it the yeah, boob he, thing? Yeah, he tweeted some dumb stuff. Yeah. And they made that Emily's? Oh, my God. This is yeah. why I'm glad I was incognito and unavailable. And it's just like, no, stop making it. A different standard for women. Stop blaming women for things. Yeah, that I don't have do a wrong. different Stop. hero standard for Felicity Smoke versus what the hero standard I have for Oliver Queen. Same thing. They're the same. They're equals. No, That's they why they're the, the show. Mm-hmm. And I have absolutely no problem if Arrow wants to cook up OTA 2.0 and slap it on my television screen for another eight years. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch it. Particularly if I it's the Oliver and Felicity <laughs> genetic spawn and Diggles. Yeah. Give me. Yeah, why would I have a problem with why that? Why would you say no to that? That's like <laughs> saying no to ice cream with extra sprinkles. What's wrong with you? You say yes to the sprinkles or whatever your well, favorite and, dessert is. And if you're one of the sorts that's asking for more episodes of Arrow, but then you're turning around and saying you shouldn't want the spinoff, then I don't know where your head is at. Arrow? Because that's, where, that's how you're getting more Arrow. If you want a full season of season eight, you're not going to get it, first of all. No. This whole thing no. where we ask for more episodes, it's it's over. Steve negotiated his contract. It is signed. Like, and from the sound of it, we were lucky to get the Arrow 10. Would not, yeah. Any more episodes of Arrow would not include him. And probably not Emily as well. So yeah. I would just you assume really they're a package that? deal at this point. Yeah. Uh, no, I no one wants that. Yeah. And listen, no. and I think Callie was right about this. More episodes of Arrow does not automatically equate to quality storytelling. <laughs> they no, do better doesn't. on a timetable. It's not they're a like, bad we thing. We need more time with our faves. And I'm no, like, no, but what you're going to get is more Canary episodes and more newbie episodes. You're going to get more Emiko episodes filling in. Yeah, yeah. off-putting like, villain you're episodes. Gonna, you're going to get Renee and Emiko having sex and not Oliver and Felicity. That's what's going to come at you. You don't need to yeah. see that. You Sorry. don't want that. No. But yeah. I, They're saving you know, the good Oliver and Felicity and Diggle and OTA stuff. Right. They are saving that for the end of the show. Okay. Right, there's a We're difference the between the me yet. saying there's an homage, which which what the the cage fighting thing that was an homage to brought for Oliver. It, an homage means it is in honor of something. It's not a replica. It's like a it tip wasn't of the, the hat. Exact same scenario. They put a little twist on it. They had a little stunt double who looks like Oliver in there. It was just a little nod, like hey there, hey it's there, a tip of the hat. hey there, and that's it. That's an homage, okay? A parallel is when you have, you know, Mia and Oliver doing similar things in the storyline. And are those going to be Drinking scotch. 
drinking scotch, doing headstands. Is that going to be samesies? Yeah. And that's fine, particularly on Arrow. Remember, guys? Remember what their sign was that Oliver and Felicity were going to get married? Felicity smelled a wedding bouquet. They ain't subtle. It's not going to change in season seven. Why is everyone acting like they were going to just be like not hit us over the head with this? Or at least not everyone, this person in my anonymous box. That's a like, come do. on, guys. The show they is the show. Sure. Do you changing. know that we're trying to do a spinoff? I'm going to hit you in the head with it until you get it. And then everyone's like, yeah, we get it. And then they stopped <laughs> for an episode. <laughs> we're going to go back to doing for it an again. Episode. And I'm not going to apologize yep. for being excited about week. the new show. No. Which, hey, give Heck me no. Cali. This was not an automatic, oh, we want it. We were like, okay, show us yeah. what you got. And what they showed it, us. I remember qualifying it with if I get a happy ending. But right. then, like, I watched the episode. Now I'm like, oh, I'll watch it. <laughs> Maybe it could mend my I'll broken heart. <laughs> I mean, that is honestly no. how I end up in different shows. Is more, more often than not, the show that I love just shattered my soul into, a, into the ether, yeah. never to be returned it's, to my body. It's a viable. So I have to go find another show to fill the empty cavernous that is my body. It happens. I feel like I should have violin Not all shows end the way we today. want them to. <laughs> violin music in. Right. So I'm not going to feel bad about being excited about Arrow finding no. another combination of OTA, which I think they have done some different stuff. They've split up the dynamics, um, which in cool and interesting different ways they spun the ota board in a way that they could never do with felicity and diggle and oliver oliver and diggle were never going to date yeah and felicity wasn't going to be gay sorry guys right i mean i know some of you wanted that black siren or felicity (laughs) laying in a heaven it ain't gonna happen so we get to see what that all looks like in their kids that's fun and i am a huge fan of multi-generation like i like, remember Dallas? Did you watch Dallas, Callie? No. Okay. I That was, like, my first show as a child, <laughs> little human gen, other than, like, Rainbow Bright and My Little Pony, that I loved. And it's my mom, not a kid show. I, it's not a kid. Like, do you understand? <laughs> like, my parents were the strictest people on the planet with me, except when it came to television. They pretty much let me watch whatever the hell I wanted at a young age. So we were watching Dallas as, like, a family. My mom would, like, fast, like, changed the channel during sex scenes that kind of stuff she wasn't like completely off a rocker but the new dallas came on on tnt and you know what it was it was jr and bobby sons i'm like yes please i would like to see the boys grown up and see what they're trying to take over you and oil again hell yeah, hell yeah. <sighs> that's fun why is that a bad you thing? know have did you ever did you ever read nora roberts Mm-mm. I mean, I've read Nora Roberts' books, but I haven't read all the books. She had a series, like way back when. Like I bet I read her for a long, 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 long time. Um, That's the lady who made a, a lot of money. But, she writes a lot of books. Yeah, she is. Um, mad respect. Um, <laughs> there's a series that she wrote about a family, McGregor. And it was all about the McGregor family. Mm-hmm. And they were this crazy Scottish family with this crazy Scottish dad who was kind of like a matchmaker. And, like, he matchmade all his kids. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And then, after all the kids were married off, guess what we got? We got him matchmaking the grandkids. Amazing. And I was like, yes, 
I will take that. Did you, you know, ever read it was, they were great uh, books. Sweet Valley? I loved those did books. Did you read Sweet Valley Twins? Of course I read Sweet, Sweet Valley. Valley. Okay, yes, did you read the, twins, the ones, the, the, the high? Sweet okay. Valley High. But did you read, yeah. like, they were like these big, massive, like, saga novels where it was the history. I love the saga oh novels. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, we can do a whole podcast just I on still, that. I still oh. have them. You do not. <laughs> I don't have yes, them I anymore. Do. Oh, my God. I have I have at least one upstairs on my bookshelf. Holy fuck. Yes. Okay, listen. because I loved it if you so much. It was Valley, the one oh. with the earthquake. <gasps> oh, that's oh. the best one, and they're in the thing. Oh my god. Okay. Yes. For everybody else who's like, what the one. fuck is happening? <laughs> Valley and Jen. Okay, so Sweet oh. Valley High was about Jessica oh. and Elizabeth Wakefield. Okay. It was like Sweet Valley Saga. Or and yeah, it was. It was Sweet Valley Saga. And what Sweet Valley Saga does, it talks about their ancestors. Like, it, oh, it starts great. out with um, <laughs> her father's family, and then it's, like, her, how her father's family and their mother's family, how, it, like, their descendants, like, and you get down, you eventually get down to Jessica and Elizabeth's parents, and then you, you that's how where you end the saga. Oh, their parents, parents? I was, like, nail-biting, even though oh I, know. I know. I know! Because I'm not Anybody else knew those books existed. Oh my god, I read those books like a hundred times. I was like, screw the current series. I'm just reading about the passion. It's amazing. Oh. oh my god. Okay, so new OTA Arrow is Sweet Valley Saga. Only like in the future, which is amazing. I love that shit. So nothing about me has me, see, that's my thing. Nothing about me has really changed in terms of storytelling, likes and dislikes. I like pretty much all the same shit that I liked when I was. Okay, six. I'm tweeting one of the book covers oh! to. Like I want to go back and reread it. I might have to go buy it because I bet you. I know now I do too. All Thanks. right, I'm gonna go on Amazon and see if it's still in print because oh hey because they also had the pictures on the cover and like you got to see what people look like. Okay, sweet. Valley. I wonder if they put oh, it in oh, I'm tweeting oh. it. I'm tweeting it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm tweeting. Hold on. Oh my god! Yes. You can buy it! <laughs> well, oh, they did another to. one that I missed! She did the Patmans. I only watched... I only did... Oh, she did I the read Fowlers. that one, too. I only read the Wakefield, I did, I read that and one I too. only read... Um, I've read all of them. The mother's <laughs> oh my god, I need to read the Patmans and the Fowlers. I'm yes. like not kidding. I'm going to read the Patmans and the Fowlers. Why so is I tweeted only the thing. The Wakefield legacy? I might not have read the Patmans. Okay. Why is yeah, where's the I'm mom side of stuff? One. What was I that know one I called? read the Fowlers. I don't remember. There's two. There's there's um there's the the Sweet Valley Saga, the Wakefields of Sweet Valley, and then there was the one I just tweeted, which was the Wakefield Legacy, the Untold Story. That's the second one. Okay. Oh my god. I'm going to reread this. I just books. tweeted it. Yeah. Listen, you guys, you don't even know how good these books are. Because he was like, eh, Sweet Valley High. No. They are amazing. No, listen. listen, guys. This is quality it's, it's fiction. <laughs> okay, you know what? Your Twitter's doing the thing again where it eats your shit. Like the tweets. No, I there. tweeted it to watch over. Oh, well, there you go. 
Who was to that Twitter? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's the one I found on Amazon. Okay, so that's what the that starts with the with the dad on the boat. He was the rich one, and then that one has that one has the circus, and then it has that's the that's the fire one. Because it goes from the one. circus to the fire, right? Which is the one with the sixties and the um. That's the, the thing, because um, that's song. the mother's side. So the Wakefield legacy is, yeah. is the father's side. But then there's one with the mother's side, and I don't see it. I think that was the first one. Is that the no, first one? No, that's the one? first one. I'll tweet I'll tweet that one, that one's picture. Yeah, because it's a different um, set of I'll... pictures. Yeah. Hold on. Because here's I'm, the I'm deal, guys. Here's the secret to Sweet Valley High, Sweet Valley Saga. Okay, the ancestors. Okay, so the Wakefields and whatever the mother's maiden name is, I can't remember. So, like, there are times where, like, they were going to get together okay. and they I don't. replied to okay. the original one. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, in the beginning, this first Wakefield guy meets up with this blonde girl and it's like they should be together, but then they're torn apart. And it's like, so it's like when yeah. Jessica they're and Elizabeth's parents are get together, it's apart. like... <laughs> It's like meant to be finally, and finally these two families have come together and they've produced. That was the, the epic one with spawn. the song. Yes, that was the one with the song. Yes, yes, they were the pa- the parents was the song one, and it was so good. <laughs> yes, there it is. Yes, 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 yes. Sea Valley Saga, the Wakefield of Sea Valley. Okay, but why is the name all the same? Oh, no, the other because... one is the Wakefield Legacy. Okay. Wakefield oh You're right. That was the Valley first one. The, the Sweet Valley Saga was the first one. And then came the Wakefield Legacy. Oh. Uh, my God. I'm just like savoring my memories right now because it was just so a good. delicious read. I know. I feel like I was maybe like 15. No. I was, I was older than that. But I was like okay. maybe 12 or 13 when I read these. I don't remember how old I was, but probably too old. I can't even describe. Matter. I liked it. Listen, I liked, I had a real thing for this historical young adult romance stuff. Mm. Like, I don't know if you recall that there were these books that were, they had names. Like, each book was a name, like mm. Elizabeth or Darcy or something. Oh, I think and I they do. Were all, they were all set during a particular historical event. It's basically American Girl Dolls for grown up girls. It was it was before American Girl right. Dolls was a thing. But there they were these it books. Off. And right. I loved those goddamn books. And then <laughs> Sweet Valley High came out with these books and I was like, Well, I gotta read those too because I love this shit. So. Did you read Sweet Valley the college years? No. It wasn't that good. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Elizabeth I don't think good, so. Like Elizabeth and Todd break up. Todd turns into like this. Major I kind of fell out bag. with it. Yeah, because Todd turns into this ra- major douchebag, and then she's like with this other guy who's like a reporter, and then like she kind of gets back together. I think she gets back together with Todd. I read it for a while, and then I was just like, this is like. And then Jessica ends up in like some, I don't know, some super abusive boyfriend, and it's like it's like it's it was like crazy. They never went to school either. I don't know how they graduated. <laughs> But no. So if you're wondering why Callie and I like the spinoff, it's because Sweet Valley Saga. <laughs> yeah, basically. Done. It's because we like these family stories. Right. Yeah. I like family stories. Basically. And I think yeah, it's a really sorry. cool idea of how to, like, I really wanted to like legacies, you guys. What frustrated me about legacies is that I was never, this is bad. I was never that invested in hope. Like, okay, the originals is a spinoff of a spinoff. So I, 
or a, it was a spinoff. So it's like Legacies is a spinoff as a spinoff. Listen, so if Hope had been her child with Elijah, I would have cared. If but Hope was, was the her... child of Stefan and Elena, you bet my ass is going to be right there and I'm well, watching. No. If if Hope was the child of Haley and Elijah, I would have cared more. Oh, but yeah. But it was Klaus. Yes. So I'm like, Meh, I agree I 100% with that statement. And it, it did impact my, you know, did it impact the whole, oh, you know, everyone's dead. No, I think I think my real frustration with that show was I just was so fed up with Julie Plack. Like she hurt Fair. me more than anyone has ever hurt me. I feel like that might be a vampire diaries line. <laughs> it is. Caroline said it to Stefan. Stay away from I know. Julie so Plack. I wasn't really Please. here's the other thing. I wasn't really allowed to watch Legacies because there was a friend friend intervention. I had a Pleck intervention in my life, and their names, who are these good friends, are Caddy, or Maddie and Callie, and they said to me that you, and then, like, a lot of other internet people, when I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to watch Legacies, and they said, no, you're not. Like, I need to be freed from the cage that is Julie Pleck. I'm a better person for it. <laughs> but I don't feel thus you're far Arrow person. has hurt me the way Julie has hurt me. No. Nowhere even Not even close. close. It's given us all like i have all the things on arrow i'm literally yeah. a kid in the candy shop is things gonna go to hell real soon yeah sure let's go and get better I don't care though like I'm at fine, least you have because the i've hope. already gotten everything i wanted <laughs> like listen i was irrationally pissed off that D- damon and elena have a kid named stephanie it still chats my ass i'm still mad about it like fuck you oh you named it after stefan Fuck you. Should have been Stefan's ending. Like, Damon should be dead. And then they have it, like, they named him, you know, named her Damonetta or something. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know it what doesn't work. <laughs> I know it doesn't work, but just roll with it. So this is this is kind of like, this spinoff is kind of a lot of ways. It's something I never got with Buffy. I would, I could have gotten on the, the originals if it was presented in a package that I was actually interested in. Um, so yeah, I, it's a lot, it's checking off a lot of boxes and I really just genuinely, I w- gave an open mind to seven sixteen and let's see what this new cast can do. And I was a fan. Yeah. There is a different dynamic between these Big guys. Fan. It's not identical to OTA. There's a different energy and we barely, but it's reminiscent. It's reminiscent. They've kept threads of what works. Um, but they're not going to be carbon copies of Oliver Felicity and Diggle. They can't be. They're different characters, not. you know? There's elements of William that are very... It's like yeah, expecting we, right. Siren to be the same as Earth One Laurel. Right, exactly. Like, William is not actually Felicity. Like, you have to be able to draw yeah. the line and the sand. Like, that's... It's okay. So there'll be different stories to explore with them. It's kind of... like Do I think that they've run out of stories for the kids? No, I don't think they have at all. I think that gives them a whole crap ton of stories that they can tell. And I'm fine with it. And I'm Much not going to feel bad about it. I'm not going to feel bad about not liking. Nope. You know, you don't get to tell me that I didn't, I'm not supportive of Laurel. You don't get to tell me I was not supportive of Laurel and Felicity's relationship. You don't get to tell me I can't like new to the new spinoff show. These are the things I like. You don't get to tell yeah. me what I can and can't like. Okay. Let's wrap this up before my, my Oh, shit. Yeah. I my have downloading you know what? goes off I the rails. I have to get up at a reasonable time. You have to time. go to work? I know. What time is it? No, no. Like, oh, I, in the morning. Tomorrow. No, I okay. can't be a vampire anymore. <laughs> I have to, like, get up. Oh, poor Jen. I know it's really, but it's good for me. 
So maybe we'll do another podcast this week. Maybe we will. Yeah, send us more questions. We'll see what Jen's schedule allows. I'll probably yeah. later in the week would be better than earlier yeah. in the week. But yes. That's cool. I'm on spring break this week, so I'm so loose and fancy free. Lucky duck. Wow, I'm still so <laughs> proud of us that we All got right. 42 minutes out of that sucker, even though it was kind of a half okay episode. Uh, an hour and 42 minutes. Thank you very much. Woohoo. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. All righty. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.